Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. Happy Thursday. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today. We have got a great show. Oh, this one is this one's different than any other show we've ever done. Y'all are going to love it. Before we dive into today's conversation, I'd love to tell you about one of our amazing partners crew. Y'all know this about me, but the Bible is part of my daily life. I overslept today, so I will tell you it was not part of today's daily life, but most days. Its words have changed me, and I am really, really grateful. I know that's true for a lot of you as well. So imagine for a second that you couldn't get a Bible, that you didn't have the resources to allow for that, or that you couldn't hop on Amazon and get one sent to your house by like tomorrow. Take it one step further and imagine that you aren't even allowed to have one. Honestly, sometimes we forget that there are people, lots of people all around the world who simply can't get a Bible. That's why we're thrilled. I mean, thrilled to partner with Crew. Crew is one of the largest evangelical organizations with over 25,000 missionaries and in almost every country. Crew is giving Bibles around the world to people in their own heart language and sharing the hope of Jesus. But here's where they need your help. For only $21 a month, you can provide three people with Bibles each and every month. When you sign up to provide three Bibles with a monthly gift of $21, you'll also be providing meals to five hungry families through Cruise Humanitarian Aid Ministry. And as a thank you, you'll get a free copy of my new book, Chase the Fun. Simply text FUN to 71326 to help today. Imagine just how much this gift could change someone's life. So text FUN to 71326. That's F-U-N to 71326 to help now or visit Give dot crew dot org slash that sounds fun message and data rates may apply today on the show i get to talk with my friend john acuff and his girls who were as you will hear like original mini bffs ellie and mccray john you may remember from the other two times he's been on episode 52 and episode 285 make sure you go back and listen to those he's an amazing author a podcaster and a speaker not to mention a great friend of ours but what a treat to also be joined by the girls and co-authors of his new book your new playlist 
The Student's Guide to Tapping into the Superpower of Mindset. Ellie is a freshman business major at Stanford University in Birmingham, and McCray is a high school junior here in Franklin, just outside of Nashville. Their book is a companion to John's book, Soundtracks, that's meant to help teens tackle overthinking by replacing self-defeating thoughts with a positive, healthy mindset. Y'all, I'm so proud of them, and you are going to love this conversation. I know this book is going to matter to so many people, and I'm thrilled for you to get to know them. So here's my conversation with McRae, Ellie, and John Acuff. Acuffs, plural. Welcome to That Sounds Fun. Is there, I feel like I was just going to say like an acuffi. Like, is that yeah. plural? Acuffs, I guess. Acuffi? Yeah. No, like octopi? <laughs> you know, like, I, you've never What's done plural. What's another word? You've never done plural? Mm. What's another word that ends in double Fs that you would have to? Scuff. Handcuff. Handcuff and handcuffs. There's hand, yeah. not handcuffi. <laughs> no, that, that wouldn't work. So we get that. Yeah, say cuffs. Um, gals, welcome to the pod. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks yeah, for th- having us. Yeah, thank you. Well, y'all introduce yourselves, say your age and your name, because so that people who aren't seeing us, they can learn your voice. Okay. My name's McCray Acuff, and I'm 16. And then I'm Ellie Acuff, and I am 19. And you are leaving for college when we walk out of here, practically. <laughs> yeah. Yep, still got a lot of packing to do. Tomorrow morning. Do you really you still have so much packing to do? Mostly clothes, but yes. yes. So you leave tomorrow morning. Is everybody going? I'm not going. No. You're like, I can't Sorry. miss so much school. She's yes. junior year, you know. Yeah. you got to be Junior year counts. Freshman right. year, you can kind of scale. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But junior year is when it matters. What is a soundtrack you have written that you're taking with you to school? Like, do you have any new mm-hmm. ones going into college? Well, this isn't a new one, but one we talk a lot about in the book is be brave to be bad at something new. Yeah. So I'm going in with the mindset that, you know, this is everybody's first year of college. Yes. Everyone's a freshman that I'll be surrounded with. So, you know, we're going to be bad at it. There's going to be times when it's hard, but, you know, I'm going to be brave. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie, I think it's you who makes a list in the book. Hold on, let me see. Oh, no, sorry, it's McCray. Makes a list, a complete list of all the students you know who have life totally figured out. <laughs> and there are five blank <laughs> lists. <Yeah. laughs> Will you talk about why that's, imp- I mean, even as Ellie's talking, why is it important that y'all know that you're not the only one who's not doing this perfectly? I would say, like, it's easy as a student to feel like, oh, I'm the only one that doesn't know what I want to major in or where I want to go to college. So it's, like, good to realize that, like, everyone feels this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it helps you thinking about going into school of, like, mm-hmm. we're all freshmen. Exactly. Literally no one. She's never gone to college home. before. She shouldn't no. be amazing at it. That's this <laughs> is the first. <laughs> there will be a learning curve. There will exactly. be a learning curve. Like, yeah. that's the... I th- I've said that before, like every parent that told me they were bad at homeschooling their kid during virtual school. Yeah, you should be terrible at that. You probably suck at hang gliding. Right. I've never hang glided either. <laughs> right. And the worst time to learn something new is during a global pandemic. Yes, yes. But we expect excellence. And so, yeah, that's one that we, whether it's Cray doing cross country for the first time or Ellie doing band on mm-hmm. a serious level in high school, we yeah. always talk about like, yeah, there's going to be a learning curve. And yeah. that's appropriate. Do you remember when you moved to school? Oh, oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sore subject at our house. Is it? Why? Because my parents put me on a plane. And from so, Boston. like, from, from, yeah, Boston. from Boston. It so, just like, said, get off in Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, like, my yeah, God. it's all my mom. If I bring it up to my mom, I hope she doesn't hear this episode. <laughs> she, she still gets like, I don't, but they had just had my sister who is like, she was probably she was three. three at the time. So they had a surprise toddler. And so, like, it was just Wait, one of those. Are you the oldest? Mm hmm. 
Yep. So you just like hugged everybody and got on a and plane. And then like got with, there was a family they had met at orientation. I forget their <laughs> names. Like it wasn't like oh. people we knew well. It was like Sam's parents who got divorced eventually. <laughs> and it was like they picked me up at the Birmingham airport with as much as I could carry, I guess. Oh, gosh. And then I, uh, then I, you know, moved myself in and cried to Counting Crows or something. Yes. Probably. I mean, I remember two nights before. So this would have been your last night. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting on the side of my bed and crying so hard I could barely breathe, thinking, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to do this. Yeah, yeah. I am not capable of doing this. And had I had a soundtrack that said, neither are the other 10,000 yeah. college freshmen yeah. that are going to Georgia tomorrow, yeah. Annie. Mm-hmm. They don't have it figured out. Yes. Yeah. It, you, you just think everybody else does. Yeah. How has that soundtrack served you already? Well, you know, through high school, I... As I grew up, I really was like, I'm going to try new things. I'm going to push myself out of my comfort zone. There's been a couple times in, whether it's been in band or in swim, where I've taken on a leadership position and really just had to make it up as I go. Yeah. You know, I'm new at this. So, you know, last year I took on the role of section leader in the band, and I felt like I was making it up for, like, the first three months. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, that has really taught me that no one really knows what they're doing. So you just But, like, you didn't quit. You're exactly. like, we are all making this up. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah. one of the things that um, is interesting for us in the research of this book was how many students feel they're too late. Like, it's already too late. Oh, my like gosh. Like, 9-year-olds, 10-year-olds, 11-year-olds. Because of how culture is, like, if you're not on a travel soccer team in the womb, you feel too late. <laughs> right, because right. we start. So, Ellie, when she was 9 and went to the swim team, felt like, I'm too late because other kids started at 5. Mm. So, you, as a parent, you don't understand that, like, I understand when I talk to a 45-year-old that they're like, I feel like it's late in my career. It's too late for me yeah. to do a thing. I get that. I still don't think it's too late. But the idea that a 12-year-old in our culture can feel too late yeah. is crazy to me, but they feel that pressure. So that's something we talked about a lot, too, is it's not too late. Like, yeah. you're just getting started. Were you writing this book a long time before you wrote this book? Oh, yeah. Well, we talked about, we've talked about a lot of these concepts for yeah. a long time in our family. Jenny, we, we joked the other day that Jenny needs to do, a, like, soundtracks for moms, like 40 yes. soundtracks for moms. Yes. Because she there's a lot of the soundtracks that are in the book that she she'll tell you know every one of us and so yeah the book was like a finally we've got it as far as it wasn't something new it felt like oh we've been doing this for years i think there's other families other parents other teenagers that would be helped let's let's put it together with soundtracks i mean soundtracks was defined uh, you know this defined our offices Mm -hmm. fall last year yeah yeah that's awesome just like walked us it really helped us i will never forget girls the first time our team sat down and read soundtracks chapter one multiple people cried and i was like oh welcome to work okay we are (laughs) all crying okay i mean i just didn't i didn't expect that Mm -hmm. ellie mccray have y'all been writing this because y'all wrote this book yeah and as y'all been writing it have you thought about the person on the other side? Like, are you thinking about the girl who will sit and read this in a room and cry? And like, who are you thinking of when you're writing? Um, I haven't been thinking of someone crying while reading it, but <laughs> <laughs> I hope it reaches like an audience of like teenagers who really need it. So I've been thinking about that while I've been writing it. What's it like to walk through the halls of school and be like, in a couple of weeks, they're all going to realize I'm an author. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, the crazy part is I, you know, as I'm going to college, it's yeah. coming out as I'm a freshman. McCray still has to go through the college process. So yes. she's going to have a book under her belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say one of the things, Annie, like Ellie joked the other day, 
like Jaden and the oil change. Yes, my friend was hesitant about doing something, and so I was like, you know what? Just be brave to be bad at something new. Yeah. And she was like, oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's fun. To, it's fun that they get to encourage other people. The crazy thing about this book, though, Annie, was. So 10 years ago, I spoke at a bunch of high school camps. You're a speaker. like It's kind of like a rite of passage. You talk to like thousands of high schoolers. And it's such a fun audience because they'll fall asleep in two seconds if you're not good. Like you got to earn every laugh. They're a medicine ball. They will tell you. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so, but I would ask these students to write down their thoughts. Like what are your internal thoughts? And they put them on pieces of paper anonymously and turn them in. I had thousands of them in a box on a shelf that I didn't know what I'd do with. And then 10 years later... It You've kept like, them this whole I kept time. Them. Ten years later, it was like God said, hey, like tap, 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 tap. No. And I got the box out and we looked at them and we could see patterns and we realized, oh, we have thousands of real soundtracks from thousands of real teenagers from around the country. And we could see, you know, oh, wow, these, the, here's a thread here. Here's like the crazy thing was the number one most common word on every one of them that appeared more than the other was the word enough. I knew it was going to be yep. enough. Yes. Not pretty enough, talented yes. enough, sharp, you know, smart enough, popular Gross. enough. And so, but that had been sitting there in the office I've worked in for 10 years, yes. just waiting for the right moment. Yeah. Enough is a myth was my favorite chapter, I think. You wrote it, Ellie. Um, uh, just to remind you. Will y'all back me up and tell me, I'm sorry if you've answered this 1,000 times, but I haven't gotten to see y'all about this book. A, I loved it. So I want to tell you all that. But tell me about the writing process. Was your dad like assigning you? You got to write? Yes. We yeah. had assignments. He yeah. gives little assignments. Yeah. Uh, like of how many words or of the topic? Like the topic. More. The topic. I'd go, hey, I really want to, like, Cray, you've got a really good handle on this kind of abbreviation that you use. Like she talks about Jeeps in the book. Yeah. And I'll go, I need you to explain that. Or, hey, Ellie, what do you think are the, you know, symbols real pe- real teenagers would use? Because I have ideas, but yeah. I haven't been a teen in like 32 yeah. years. Yes. Since obscene and so unfortunately nike is still the one i know i know so that's (laughs) what's funny is like some of the things that are still in and 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 way out but yeah so we would do that and then they would help me see nobody cares about that 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 thing you think because i would add something or tweak something go no teenager would ever say that yeah so Mm -hmm. that's not on that's not going to be helpful so that was the other thing it was a back and forth yeah how long i mean was it like when you got home from school you're like dad now I have to do this too? I did it more on like weekends. It wasn't yeah. that much. And some of it was over the summer too. Yeah, some was over the summer. And then, but what they've also learned is like the back half of like sharing a book. That yeah. when there's like the writing it. So like the audiobook process was hilarious. <gasps> oh, y'all did that. Wait they, a minute. It's y'all? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So read I'm, the entire audiobook. I'm yeah. barely oh, in the book. I'm the gosh. intro and the outro. Yeah. So they, every chapter that oh, was so them. They, voices. Yeah. So it was crazy. Oh, I cannot wait to hear that. <laughs> so it is y'all reading yes. the What were some yes. of the words that we just couldn't say? Okay, I couldn't say ridiculously. Oh, McRae, yeah. Bocelli. Oh, <laughs> she said Netflix instead of Netflix, <laughs> yeah. So that, or then there was there was one that Ellie Stephen had to say. Stephen Scoggins is a or, successful podcaster. Yeah. Oh, that is that very hard. Super yes. simple symbols. Super oh, simple yeah. symbols. <laughs> So they were like, there's some of these words that are impossible to say. Because you know how it is. Like, you don't think about it. And then you go to record it and you're like, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Why Stephen Scoggins? Well, (laughs) there was a guy named Ted Bocelli and Cray had that section. And she was like, Ted Brocelli. It's not bro. But when you make the mistake, you overthink it the next time. Yes. So we were, 
and then we did a Q&A at the end that was kind of fun because we talked about some of our soundtracks and Early is on Time is one of mm-hmm. them. And yeah. Cray said, we were early to this audiobook <laughs> recording. Like, we had to wait in the parking lot <laughs> to come in today. And that was a funny, like... I mean, the truth is, y'all told me you'd be 10 minutes late and you were 10 minutes <laughs> yeah, early. Yeah, we got, yeah, Early is on Time. It is unbelievable. <laughs> you said you'd be late. I expected you on time. You were early, even yeah. though you said you'd be late. Yeah, yeah. That is... How do you see Early is on Time? I mean... Do you see that playing out in your life? Are you yeah. glad for that one? Yeah. I get to school like 40 minutes early. <laughs> I roll in the parking lot at like 7. School starts at like 7.40. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and part of it is this, there's no more dangerous spot than a high school parking lot. It's, it's, it's like ruthless. 300 kids that have had their license for an a hour. Minute. Yes, that's <laughs> exactly like right. Friday afternoon on the way out. for get, like, Especially <laughs> if it's April. Off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ellie's been hit twice. So <gasps> oh. like parked. I was parked. <laughs> she was parked. <laughs> so you're like, McGray, you're getting there early yeah, yeah. and park it in the yeah. corner. That's Even not a soundtrack. That's a life principle. Yeah. <laughs> Even sometimes, though, you get there early and you park and it still happens to right. the best of us. Still still get hit. Still the best get hit. of us. Yeah. What do you do for 40 minutes before school starts? Uh, I go into school at like 720. So I'm okay. just in my car for like 20 minutes and I drive okay. one of my neighbors. So we just kind of chat. Yeah, you do outfit of the day. You used to do that. Early. I used to send my friends in college what I was wearing that day. We yes. would exchange. Yes. Connect that way. And then I would do the Wordle. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. I would, you know, get ready for my day. Are y'all yeah. still doing Wordle? I sometimes do it, but not often. I'm back on it. Cause Are you? I had a 140-day streak, <gasps> and then I forgot one day, and I've fallen off. Oh, yeah. you can't come back from off. that. No. No, because no. there's no recovering. No. I forgot how you forgot. It wasn't dramatic. You're like halfway no, through. I have... I didn't know what it was, so I was like, I'll come back to it later. Completely forgot. There was an, the narrator. There was no later. There was <laughs> no later. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah, the next day. Yeah. So when you opened it the next day, were you like, It was like streak oh, of one. I was gosh. like, oh, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> we had one of our coworkers, Johnny, had something like that where it was like he was at 100% or something. Mm-hmm. And when it when that broke, when that egg broke, there was no coming back. No, no. I was like, no. I'm not going to do it for 141 more days. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> there you go. I'll show you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Ellie, thinking about this book has been out for two days mm-hmm. when people are hearing this. Mm-hmm. Two days in their lives. And one of the things you write about, I think it's you. I promise mm-hmm. I read it. I did not perfectly mm-hmm. memorize who, who wrote <laughs> which part. Yeah. But where you wrote about how... A bunch of people reached out to your dad and said, "My mm-hmm. my new soundtrack doesn't work." Mm-hmm. Was that you? Was yeah. that I think I think that was I think that was, so. El- think yes. that was Ellie. Okay, but about that the idea. need to repeat. Yes. yes, yes. Will you talk about that for a minute? Because I thought that was one of the most interesting chapters to me. The idea of like all these grown ups said, mm-hmm. "What do we do?" And now somebody's got this book for forty eight hours, mm-hmm. and, and like, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yes, so we talk about, I think it's retire, replace, repeat. repeat. Yeah. Yes, so that's a big concept in the book. And, you know, if you've been listening to these soundtracks for, who knows, a year, five years, ten years, even longer, two days or a week is not going to completely change your mindset. It takes time. Yeah. You know, so you really need to focus on like really repeating those soundtracks. And there's going to be days where something washes up. Like what we talk about in the book is your Mm -hmm. brain likes to remind you of like past grievances. Mm -hmm. So there's one story Mm -hmm. he tells about him ruining a surprise party. And he'll think about it like 20 years later. (laughs) And he's like, this isn't helpful. Yeah. So like those thoughts sometimes take a lot of work to really. Yeah. Repeating those new ones. I mean, they're sticky. And, And what we say though, like for a teenager or student, it's a shorter process potentially than an adult because an adult has listened to I'm not a real leader. 
for 30 years because right. a teacher accidentally said, hey, we need a different group leader yeah. for this project. You're not a re- yeah. you're not a natural leader. Yeah. And they've believed that for 30 years. So that might take a long time to unpack. The hope is that for a teenager, if they've got a broken soundtrack, they've listened to it, like Ellie said, for a year or for two years or yeah. three years. And then some truth comes in and is able to kind of dissolve that and replace that with yes. something true. But it is a repeat. And, and that's part of taking the pressure off the teenager or the student that it's not, we're so quick to judge something at not working. Yeah. And it must be us. Like, I didn't do it right. I didn't do it right. And going, no. Like, if you play soccer, you played soccer in high school, Annie. When you played a, and as a senior, you were better than the first day. Yeah. Because right? you had. So it's the same with your mindset. We don't understand that about mindset because nobody teaches us that. Yeah. Like, it's amazing that there's personal finances classes in high school because I didn't have that. Yeah. I got a, a mountain bike with a bike mm-hmm. uh, with a loan, like after college. <laughs> They were like, I was about to buy a mountain bike. They're like, you want to buy it with a loan? I was like, what's that? They're like, it's like free money. I was like, right. that's amazing. That sounds good. Three years later, I'm still mailing checks to Birmingham. Right. And Jenny's like, we live in Boston. Where are these checks going? I was like, to my bike loan, right. duh. Right. And so the idea that we can hopefully change the way students talk about mindset as yeah. a learnable, practicable thing, that's game changing. What do you think when you started getting that feedback after Soundtracks was out? I mean, were you like, you guys. Yeah, well, I would just say I would try to share one of my own. So, I, I mean, that's if you ask me to define leadership in two words, it's go first. Mm-hmm. Go first. Oh, so I, anytime, I quote you all the time saying gift of going second. Yeah, so yeah. if somebody says to me it's not working, I go, well, let me tell you about one that didn't work for me. Yeah. And it still comes back and I still work on it. And here's, yeah. what, I, here's what it looks like. So, yeah, so I, I think that was the – that was interesting – to ha- well, we all want fast results, and I want fast results. I don't think you yeah. should feel any shame about that. Like, yeah. who wants long results? Right, like, right. It's I, like, I, I hope it takes a long time. I hope time. it takes forever, and I don't <laughs> see it. It's like glacial. Like, it's slow, <laughs> slow, slow. Like, the Grand Canyon over thousands of years. <laughs> yeah, like, right, no, right. I don't want that. Right. Like, let's go fast. So I think if we can forgive ourselves of wanting fast, but then also put in the work yeah. bit by bit, it makes a big change. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our amazing partners, Pros. Okay, tell me this. Are you interested in having healthier hair? I know, me too. Since we wear our hair, you know, every day, we want it to look the best we can, right? Well, Pros is my go-to for personalized hair care. They take natural ingredients and combine them in innovative ways to bring us clean hair care with incredible results. Their formulas offer answers to your individual hair needs, not the same old solutions that target everyone's issues. So I use Pros Customized Shampoo and Conditioner, and my hair is, I promise you, shinier and fuller and more manageable than I can ever remember. To get my personalized hair care, I took their online hair consultation. We love a quiz and answer some questions about my hair washing and styling habits, my hair's texture, my goals for it, even the region where I live so they could factor in weather and environment. They analyze over 85 personal factors from this quiz. Who even knew there were 85 things to know about my hair? And then Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. And then a few days later, these amazing smelling personalized products show up on your doorstep. You can always adjust your formula using the review and refine feature, which I think is brilliant. And when things change in your life, you can also change how to take care of your hair. As a carbon neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty with sustainably sourced ethically gathered and cruelty-free ingredients. They also are the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. Let's go. Good for our hair and good for our world. Win, win, win. 
If you're not 100% positive Pros is the best hair care you've ever had, they will take the products back. No questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Literally, your name is on the bottle. I love that part. You guys, your name is on the bottle. It's adorable. So take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash that sounds fun for your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off. Pros has given over a million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz and you are next. Go to pros.com. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash that sounds fun. And one more amazing partner to tell you about. Oh, you guys, Thrive Cosmetics. Listen, we are talking about our hair and our face. So a couple of weeks ago, I got in the habit of putting my makeup on with all of you on Insta stories. When you know, I got a ton of questions about my favorite products. I love makeup and skincare and nail care products. When they're better for my skin and the community, let's go. That's even better. Thrive Cosmetics features high performance beauty and skincare products made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. No parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. It's certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Cause is in the name for a reason. Every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. When things that I'm going to be buying anyway, like lipstick and eyeshadow and mascara, also help do good in the world, I think that is extra fun. Thrive has this liquid balm lip treatment that gives your lips a smooth, glossy look and even replenishes moisture with a protective veil of skin-nourishing vitamins and juicy hydration. And you guys know, I've shown you Thrive's Liquid Lash Extension Mascara. I literally just bought a another tube of it this weekend. It's like magic how long it makes my lashes look with no clumping or flaking. And then when I go to remove it at the end of the day, warm water and a washcloth and it slides right off. I, I don't know how they've done it, you guys. I don't understand the science, but I am in awe of how well it works while also being affordable and healthier for my lashes than all the damaging glues with false lashes. My absolute favorite mascara, you guys. And now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. You can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash TSF, which is literally what I typed into the computer this weekend to get me more mascara. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash T-S-F for 15% off your first order. And now back to our conversation with the A-Cuffs. This won't matter as much to you as it does to them, I think. But one of the things, one of the soundtracks from high school that I have just, just started reworking is watching mid-size halls. Because <laughs> I, when I was in high school, I didn't know anybody showing me how to wear clothes for my body. Mm -hmm. And so it was very like, wait, when we were in high school, the clothes were only one size. Yeah, All the models mm -hmm. were one size. And so now when you see these people doing mid-size hauls, mm -hmm. I'm going, oh, I'm rewriting a soundtrack yeah. right now mm -hmm. that high school Annie, if someone would have told high school Annie this soundtrack of there are really cool clothes no matter what size your mm -hmm. body is, oh, my twenties oh, would have been so, and so now I'm like, look, look at the life that all these teenagers have. That's so good, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. McCray, do you imagine? Like, is this a book that people that your teenage friends are reading by themselves, or are they reading them in a small group, or what's what do you picture? Um, I picture like hopefully we want to the way we want the book to go is that their parents buy it and then the parents read it first so it opens up like great conversations to have. Yeah. To be honest, knowing my book like knowing my age picks up a book 
So we hope that they read it, but hopefully we just hope they buy it. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. The parent buys well, it. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, if it gives the parents new tools, yeah. that's amazing. Like, if the if the if it gives them the chance to recognize a broken soundtrack, yeah. because even that language. You know, the, the girl that got out of the pool at the swim meet that said, mm-hmm. I'm the slowest swimmer on the team. I'll never oh, get better. And yeah. Jenny and I looked at each other and just said, oh, that was a broken soundtrack. She yeah. can change that. Yeah. So if you as a parent have new ears yes. to hear the things your kids are saying yes. or to hear the ones you're bringing into the house yourself as a parent. Because, yeah. like, if you – an example I always do is if you criticize your work and, and hate your job for 18 years, don't act surprised your kid graduates college and doesn't want to get a job. Mm. You demonized work for 18 years. Yeah. And then you're like, it's so weird weird my kid doesn't want to get a job no it's not <laughs> yeah. you taught them a thousand broken soundtracks about work yeah. and that's what they're reacting to so i think it'll teach the parent to recognize soundtracks in their kids and yeah. and change them but also i think there's gonna be a lot of parents that go oh this is a this is a book you know written for teenagers secretly but it's also for me yeah yeah are soundtracks worse now for teenagers than they were when we were teenagers I think the challenge is, and because the girls, like one of the questions they love uh, answering is like, what's fun about being a teenager now? Yeah. It's interesting to hear their perspective. But my because ans- that's the last question we always ask. Good. So I'm very excited about yeah. it. <laughs> so my, my answer to that is I just think it's more challenging because of the amount of content they're dealing with, the amount of exposure to comparison they're dealing mm. with. There's a lot of good parts to, to, to social media, but I'll give you one example. So when they were in elementary school, Ellie and McCray couldn't bring birthday party invitations to the classroom yeah. and invite friends because people would be excluded. So the teachers, that was a rule to school, invite friends outside of school. So now with Snapchat, you can see geotags of friends being places you're not. Yeah. So we've had friends say, my high school daughter saw four of her friends come to her driveway and then leave because the one girl that doesn't like her convinced them all to go somewhere else. Uh, so you get to watch live real updates yes. about isolation. Yeah. There's no like there's no world where a hundred years from now we go, turns out that was good for kids. Like that, <laughs> that actually right. helped self-esteem. Yes. So that element of it, when I when I think about that, I think there's a lot more room for broken soundtracks with some of that stuff. Yeah. Will you talk for a second about at the end of the book, you write a whole section on if we'd have had phones when we were your age, we'd be bad at them too. Yeah. Well, there's this, there's this sense of, um, I don't want maybe not ego, but self-righteousness of like these kids with their phones these days. Why can't they resist? Why can't they resist? (laughs) You wouldn't have either. Like you don't. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Like you, like, the idea that we would have been amazed and been like, you know what? That's enough video games for today. I <laughs> yeah. think it's time for me to study my history exam. Right. No, we wouldn't have. Right. Like, I had a hard time turning off like Nintendo and all I had was Mike Tyson's punch out and excite bike. Yes. And it was like four colors. So mm-hmm. I think the the last section of the book is about things we never say to our kids mm-hmm. and just admitting. Did you some, write that? Yeah. That's okay. the section yeah. I wrote. And just saying like, hey, we ask you to be braver than we're being. Like that's yeah. one that somebody challenged me on once about how. We'll take kids to soccer fields when they're six and go, hey, run out in that field. You now play that sport. Like you never met that coach. You've never met those kids, but now you do that. Yeah. And then how often we as adults try to so manicure our lives so there's not discomfort. So we go, well, like the joke the girls have heard me do before (laughs) is if Jenny says, hey, we're going to a dinner party. I'm like, well, how long are we going? Who's going to be there? Will any of my friends be there? Do they have a dog I can pet if it gets awkward? Like (laughs) I'll ask like a thousand questions. That's just a dinner party. Oh, that's real. Why don't you put the box in the middle? <laughs> that's real. Yeah. You're allowed to water. drink water. You're allowed to drink water. <laughs> yeah, that was real loud. <laughs> but we're leaving it because that's real life. Yeah. I'm respected. So that's so funny. So, yeah, so we just, 
I tried to have that section be like, hey, let's be honest about about teenagers and the challenges and the opportunities. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask both of you girls this question. As an Annie in the world who does not have my own kids yet, I don't live with a teenager, so I'm not learning Mm -hmm. things at the same pace your father and mother are. What do I not know? What sometimes adults ask me is really just about, like, the hidden rules of teenage social media. Like, I always do a meme book at the end of the year and give it to my dad, but I feel like I could do, like, a 50-page, like, dissertation about, like, the secret rules about posting on social media. Like, don't double post. One post a day. (gasps) On what? On anything? On On Instagram. Instagram. There's all these, like, secret things that teenagers, especially teenage girls, like, will specifically do. Tell me more. (laughs) Only one post a day. Or, like... Not posting, like, on your story too often. Yes. Or there's all these, like, like if you comment on someone's Instagram, like, they expect to comment back. Or sometimes people will comment on your post because they want you to comment, comment back. Comment on their post, yeah. Yeah. Comment for comment is what you're yes. telling oh, me yeah. is supposed to be happening? Uh-huh. Wow. I also, did, like, right, punctuation. That one, oh, yeah. like, their text messages, whenever I, like... Sometimes I'll text for them to somebody. They'll be like, hey, yeah. how do I respond to this person who wants me to babysit? Their kids are monsters. And, like, they're not going to babysit for yes. the person. I'm like, yeah. let me write a response. Yeah. No punctuation, no capitalization. The and capitalization is turned off on most teens' yeah. phones. It's like a thing. Yeah, did you know that Why? was... Yeah, that, I, it drives me bonkers. It makes it seem, like, casual or something. I don't yeah. know. A lot of my friends have it turned on. but So what happens it. when you need to yell? Do you use all caps or no? Sometimes you just put the capital on if I'm, like, sending a text to a grandparent or to, like, <laughs> or, like to an old person <laughs> whose bones are brittle. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'll turn the caps on if I'm sending a text to my grandparent. <laughs> I'll make it more formal, you know. <laughs> sincerely, Ellie. <laughs> I signed every email sincerely. <laughs> You're just telling me what I know. You're not telling me anything new about myself. You're you're telling me lots of new things about the world. Okay, I did not know we were supposed to turn our caps off. We're only supposed to post once a day on Instagram. They're not building brands. Let's let, no, I mean, like, we got books to sell. Me and Annie are out here trying to hustle. This, a there's a guy in the corner of this room running a mixing board. We got to right, pay for right. that. Right, right. We've got to capitalize every now and again, you guys. Wow, that blows my mind. Okay, I can't move on. I don't know. What else do I not know? Uh, or what do you guys call me out on? Like, there were a lot of jokes you were like, ugh. Dad jokes. Oh, like the One Direction joke? Yeah, tell her that joke oh, you had So it was going to be a header, a full <laughs> header in the page. And it was like, no offense to Harry Styles, but there is really more than One Direction. Because yeah. I was talking about dials that go <laughs> yeah. both directions. I thought yeah. it was very clever. It, don't look for it in the book. It's deleted. No, no, no. There's Fine. one that I felt like was dad jokey that I really liked. Did he mention the girls let me keep this in? There's yeah, I put, did that. I put, put a paragraph. Yes. Also, you talk so much about your height. Mm-hmm. That when our friends, like our friends that get our AFD Weekend Review email on Friday mm-hmm. can ask questions to y'all. And one of them said, John, how are you so tall? Yeah, like a basketball exactly. player. Yeah. And Lillian says, I don't understand this question. Yeah. I was like, he jokes about this all the I time. I did a video series once for a client. And when they did the focus group, uh-huh. the feedback was he was so cocky about his height because they didn't know I was joking. <laughs> And they really thought during the entire series, I was some jerk that was like, well, you know, I'm I'm super tall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have one more question as the three of us are unmarried. 
around this half of the table. This third mm-hmm. I hope so. What if yeah. this is when we find out McCray's, McCray's secretly in a child? She's a child bride. <laughs> are, right? you, if, are you no, married to someone I'm we not. don't know? Yeah, okay, great. You tell Annie the truth. You can what? talk to another adult. This is a safe place. Yeah, that's right. I, I'm, I'm often the safe adult third wheel of per- parenting. <laughs> Do people tell you tattoos? Like, has anybody, like, a kid's been like, don't tell my mom I got a motorcycle tattoo? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> not yet. Because all my friends' kids are just getting here. Be so weird They're if James Taylor already had a tattoo. Oh, right. <laughs> that would right. be so. But also, probably. Yeah, I think she does what she wants. She yeah. does what she wants. Yeah, stick and poke. Yeah. Oh, do you know stick and poke? Yeah. No. <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> I thought I did, That's... but I'm not. It's not coming to my mind. It's like a DIY tattoo that teenagers do to themselves. Oh, oh yeah, I don't know. Do this. they do it with a big pen? What do they do? It. It's like yeah. jail style. Yeah, right? it's like it's real sketch. And they don't look good. No. <laughs> and that is not tattoos. what I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about that little, um, on one of the Toy Stories, there's a spork. Mm-hmm. What's his Sporky? name? Sporky. That's who I thought you were talking about. Oh, that's so cute. That's cute. Uh, that's adorable. Because I went from Jane Taylor to there, and you're saying people are giving themselves tattoos outside of oh, jail. Yeah. I feel okay. like it's a public school thing to be like, hey, come to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Come to the bathroom. I'll give you a stick and poke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They, their friends have not not close friends, not, but I know people who have them. <laughs> yeah. Like so, the, yeah. Is it needles? Yeah, they'll just take like some ink. I don't know. You know, I'm not right. I've you never don't, done you don't one. currently I don't have, have a have stick any, and poke, right? But I know people who have. They look real sad. Their trend, especially during COVID, when they're home alone, it's yeah, they're virtual. Bored. They're bored, and they're like, "I'll give myself a terrible tattoo." Yeah. Stick and poke. Yeah, wow. you need to, the whole episode on that. Like. Uh, yeah, yeah. We aren't done with y'all being on the show. We're going to have you about quarterly to tell me what I don't know. Um, tell me what I don't know about dating as a teenager. Um, we can't really, we don't really have very much experience no. in that no. kind of realm. No one yeah. really dates anymore. Oh, yeah. they do. There is this whole Snapchat, like, this is another social media thing. People do a stage now. It's called this talking stage. Okay. Where, like, you start snapping people, and then it'll be like you don't say anything. It's just pictures of yourself. And then sometimes you'll start sending words or, like, questions. Like across that gray line? Yes. Words? You kind of, like, okay. work your way across. And then sometimes you'll make it to text message. Like, that's that's <laughs> yeah. big. Oh, that's intimate, big right? step. Big, big step. step when you, like, get the number and you move from Snapchat yeah. to text because text is seen as more formal. So. Yeah. 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 Wow. I, I mean, I cannot. It's it's the same as the birthday party thing. I cannot fathom trying to be a teenager dating right now. Oh, no. With the access you have to people. I mean, I have to block him as soon as we break up. The day after yeah, we break up, yeah, he's blocked yeah. because not because I don't want him seeing my stuff, because I can't stalk him. Yeah, I've got yeah, to get him. Yeah. I can't imagine being mm-hmm. 19. Well, I think they date. Le- it seems like you guys date less. Like yeah. homecoming. I mean, you'll go There's with people, but like- it's group. Yeah. yeah, group, more casual, just yeah. friend stuff. I mean, that Snapchat thing, it's not like someone's calling you on the phone and be like, hey, would you like to go to the movies with me? It's like, no. hey, let's send pictures of our faces for six to eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and then one day, and then one day, and then it's one over? day you just get left on open and it's yeah. over. And that's, it, and that's when you know it's over? It's over. When you're like, oh man, he opened it, but he didn't respond. We broke yeah. our streak again. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's when you know it's done. Yeah. Donezo. Yeah. And then you have to see him in, like, science the next day, but he's stopped. That would be the thing. What people do is, like, there's a thing called – I don't have Snapchat, so I'm just going off my friends. Yes. There's a thing called a snap score, and yeah. so that's how many – it shows on your profile, like, how many times you've sent pictures, like, live updates. And so people will be like, I know he's on Snapchat because his snap score is going up, but he's not I snapping cannot. me back. Oh, oh, like, it's like the CIA. It is like, <laughs> 
It's insane. This That's is how insane. we catch terrorists. <laughs> yeah, and lose our souls. Yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah. That oh, is thank it. goodness. Thank good. Like, tell well, me some soundtracks around social media for you guys. McCray has some good ones. Uh. Well, I mean, or you, like how you do social media. Yeah, Sometimes I'll so- take like breaks from like Instagram and stuff where I'm spending too much time on it. How do you define too much time? Just like sometimes when I'm tired or like if I'm bored, I'll just like go on Instagram and just kind of like just scroll aimlessly and when I could be like doing something else. We talk about breaks during seasons, like especially for teenagers. If you're the only one not going somewhere amazing on spring break, it doesn't hurt to mute a couple of people. To yes. not to miss the 30A party you're apparently not at. Yeah, like, you're right. You're the only one right. like, I don't want to see that, so I'm going right. to pause it for a second. But I would say, I mean, yeah, we're... Cray has Snapchat, but not TikTok. Ellie has TikTok, but not Snapchat. Not Snapchat. So I, I, we've kind of customized it. It's not one, like social media isn't one size fits That's all kids. That's good to say. And so like, and Ellie prepared, like, how did you get TikTok? I made a slideshow. <gasps> on PowerPoint. About, why, <laughs> <a> PowerPoint. <laughs> about yeah. why you should be allowed to be on TikTok? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. And that was your idea. We that didn't was my it. idea. Yeah. I did that for Why fun. did it sell you? I mean, it, a terrible PowerPoint doesn't get what the kid wants. It has to be a good PowerPoint. So yeah. why How many was slides was it, like 12? It was probably at least like five to ten slides. Yeah. But it was like, here's who I want to follow. Here's why. So like for us, it was saying, oh, it's a serious thing. And you put serious thought into it. Yeah. It's not a casual thing. Like I'm going to open myself to the entire world and all possible criticism. Yeah. And this is you're, this is going to blow your mind, Annie. Not everyone's posting good stuff on social media. Like, Say what? Yeah, I know. It's who crazy. Um, <laughs> and so that for us as parents was like, oh, she gets that it's a serious thing. Mm-hmm. Same with Snapchat. Like we talked to Cray about that a long time you only got that like a year ago yeah because it's the way like the main way all my friends communicate that's what was surprising for us is that there comes a line where i was self-righteous as a parent i was like they're gonna get it when they're 30 and they're at right. the monastery right. and they can, you know whatever right and then they were missing connection they yeah. were mi- so i was isolating them from their friends by by coming up with rules like you can't have it because they're not going to call on the phone they're not even going to text message mm-hmm. like a lot of ellie's communication is via Instagram DMs. That just blows my mind. I'm like, you have a phone number. Yeah, nobody, mm-hmm. like, less people use it, like, over and over. And then, like, this well, week. I probably, like, I initiate a lot of text conversations because I don't have that Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Snapchat's really popular to text, but I, like, yeah. I enjoy texting with my friends. Yeah. But, Trey, how many of your friends text you? Like, <laughs> Maybe two. Yeah, and, yeah. and what the listener can't see is her face said, what are you asking? Yeah, me? I know. Yeah. I was like, how do you churn butter again? <laughs> yeah, what is it? Is exactly it right. Yeah, what's the movement to get the cream? <laughs> so like two of your friends and the Probably. rest are all like snapping. All, yeah. Yeah. And if it's, if, and, and then like, we'll be like, we'll text your friend that you're going to pick her up late. She's like, I'll just Snapchat her. Like, because right. like, again, She's we're like, like I send... talked to her about it on Snapchat, so why right. would I switch well, to text? Well, like, send her a pigeon to let uh, yeah. her know, like, a, a dove. It'll be straight ahead of yeah. you, yeah. So, you you said earlier that teenagers don't pick up their own books, right? So, put together your Snapchat life with being an author, because this is, like, something I read in the bio, and in your thank yous, and in the book, you're, A, a very good writer, but also you want to write. So how do we write books for teenagers when teenagers are on Snapchat and don't read books? Um, I think just like encouraging them to read. Like we talked about in the book doing like a money incentive. I think like I enjoy reading and I think others would too. It's just you have to like put down your phone and pick up that book. 
So, and that's seven a challenge. You're a up day. against the phone. <clears throat> yeah. You're up against the phone. Like yeah. the phone is a really big obstacle. But yeah, for us, we paid them to read books. We came up with a list mm-hmm. of 15 books and paid them one summer. Yeah. And so you, every parent gets paid at work. None of the parents listening are like, oh, I just do that for 40 hours for free. Yes. Like it's weird. Like I don't expect a check. So there's times where you want to change or encourage behavior. It's 100% okay. Yeah. And the goal is that they learn to love it and they yeah. just do it. Yeah. But you can't be like, well, I know you have the Xbox and it's connected to every video game ever made and every one of your friends, but like, here's a book. So it's okay to get creative as a parent to go, how do I encourage them to do this? What does that look like? Forgive me for not knowing this. An Xbox is connected to every game that's ever existed. Well, yeah. So like, just it's all, it's all, well, di- it's all digital them, right? now. So you can still you can buy, digitally buy, yeah, you can digitally buy them. So you can still get a physical disc or physical game, but there's libraries of games and subscribe. Like the whole goal of everything is a subscription. Yes. So of course, like they don't want you to have to go to a store to get it. It's much easier if it's a subscription model. Wow. I'm the grandmother you have to use caps for. Cause I'm like, you can just get them in your house. <laughs> I'm going to Blockbuster. Annie, I don't know Netflix what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's I'm, I'm in real time realizing that uh, Xboxes are Netflix for video games. Yeah. Or, or whatever. Every video PlayStation, system, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Hey, friends, just interrupting this one more time to tell you about one of our sponsors, Chime. Y'all know I finished out my TSF Best Summer Ever checklist this past weekend in Iowa with my friend Russell Dickerson. Y'all, it was just the best. Well, you know it goes great with an awesome summer wind-down vibe. How about a checking account with no monthly fees? Sure, like a cool breeze on a starry night. Chime is a refreshing way to handle your money. With no monthly fees, no maintenance fees, or minimum balance fees, it's how banking should be. We don't like to shoot ourselves around here, but I'm willing to make an exception on bank fees. And when you need access to your money, you can do that fee-free at more than 60,000 in-network ATMs at many locations like most Walgreens, 7-Elevens, and CVS. You can also send money to anyone, even if they aren't on Chime. Fee-free for you and no cash-out fees for them. Chime, no monthly fees, no vibe-killing fees. Sign up for a Chime checking account. It only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. So get started at chime.com slash that sounds fun. That's chime.com slash that sounds fun. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank, and banking services are provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees apply except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven location and at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Other fees such as third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. And I got to tell you about one of our other partners that I love, Indeed. Think about someone who's changed your life for the better, okay? How incredible would it be if you could add some of those like life-changing people to your team at work right when you needed them? Right. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. None of this spending hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match and assessments and virtual interviews. Do you hate waiting as much as I do? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match their job description the moment they sponsor a job. 
you guys, that is real. Candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in a search, according to US Indeed data. And with Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Indeed does the hard work for you. Sponsor a job, and boom. Instant Match shows you your candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description immediately after you post. With Instant match, you can start hiring fast, just like the over 3 million other businesses worldwide using Indeed. Indeed knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you can't afford to overspend on hiring. Visit Indeed.com slash sounds fun to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash sounds fun. Indeed.com slash sounds fun. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. And now back to finish up our conversation with John, Ellie, and McRae. Okay, one of the things I didn't read in the book that I'm interested to hear y'all talk about, just because you kind of hit it, and when you talked about being kind, where you said, is it true, is it kind, is it helpful? Mm -hmm. I would like for y'all to talk for a second, girls, about like, do you have any soundtracks around your faith? Or about like, what what's with you and God? Hmm. It's a great question. Oh, I can tell you a mistake I made around Ellie's faith. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. Do you want to tell a story? Sure. I'd love to. <laughs> so we're leaving church one day. I think it was Easter, maybe. I, no, it was No, Easter. it was baptism Sunday. Baptism Sunday. Big Sunday either way. Yeah, and so we're in the car, and Dad turns around, and he goes, Hey, give this setup a while. I asked it. <laughs> Kala got baptized. Oh, one of our friends got baptized. I've never been baptized. And he was like, so Ellie, do you feel like you have a personal relationship with Christ? And everyone in the car just started like laughing at him and he would ask that. And Jenny said, what do you think she's been, no, you said, what I do you said, think she's been doing at small group for the last six years? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm just going for fun, for the food. <laughs> and it was me as a parent being like, man, I got to get my kid dunked faster. Like, yeah. This is ridiculous. She yeah. has been bad. Had nothing to do with her faith. Yes. It was about me as a parent. It was about like, oh, I got to get her in real quick. Like, yeah, yeah. How come that other parent has their kid baptized? Yeah. And Ellie was like, that's not, that wasn't a helpful question. Because that was. You knew very, the answer. I, I knew the answer. It was very insulting to her that I was like. Yeah. That you would so even Ellie. question. I right. said it to her with the intimacy of somebody who knocked on your door and was like, Here's a hundred dollar bill that's actually a tract. Yeah, like that's to, right. And like, right. That was maybe two years ago. We were like still in the church parking lot. It was too. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't wait a second. We were turning. Yeah, the church parking lot is we not could, big. We could turn back around because you dunk today if you yeah. want to do this. Water's still in there. Eleven o'clock service. <laughs> they'll take you. Yeah, and so that was a that was a great learning moment for mm-hmm. me as a parent because you don't know. Sometimes you feel awkward in the conversation. You don't yeah. know what to ask or what to say. So that was su- like, it totally just blew it. That. Totally yeah. just blew it. Yeah. But it, it did start a good conversation about like, well, how, what does it look like for me to ask you questions like that? Or how do yeah. we as a family talk about stuff like that? But I just, yeah, yeah that was me <laughs> just out of nowhere being yeah. like, can I check this box off my list? <laughs> yeah, that's It was right. the equivalent of a restaurant manager saying, how was everything tonight? Without stopping walking. Yeah. You know they don't care. You know what you're supposed to say. Yeah. And, and it was just a checkbox. And that was a, yeah. a good gut check for me as a parent. Yeah. When you're going off to school, mm-hmm. 
Do you, and you can be like, Annie, get out of my business. And that will, we, our friendship will survive this. We've been friends far, far long enough that you can tell me you don't want to answer a question. They were OG mini uh, BFF. Yes. Yeah, we did legit. crafts at their house. Like 12 yes. years ago. Literally, you did yeah. crafts at my house. We did like a weekend thing. Yes. What it did was, you call that house? We argued about it. The house had like a nickname, like Gaslight or not yes. Gaslight. Um, broke, <laughs> gaslight. Yeah, gaslight. <laughs> broke Lamp Manor. Broke Lamp Manor. Yes, that was it. Broke Lamp Manor because that. Lamp in the front yard, laid down every time it rains. It <laughs> just laid right down. Um, I'm just curious. That is really sweet. Y'all are original BFF, yeah. maybe BFFs. Mm-hmm. I hadn't even. <laughs> sweet. I, and that's why you have to use all caps when you talk to me, or at least sometimes <laughs> use your caps lock. When I went to college, mm-hmm. I think I felt afraid that my faith was going to like sift out of my fingers mm-hmm. if I didn't like hurry. Get into church. Hurry, hurry. And because I thought, oh, this is where you lose it, where one professor tells you a thing yeah. and you lose your faith. Professor goes, tell me about dinosaurs. Were they, right? on, were they right. on Noah's Ark? And you're like, I'm over Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like you have to take a world mm-hmm. religions class and you're like, what? Yeah. Ah. So tell me any thought. I'm just curious as your mm-hmm. friend, but also thinking about soundtracks and thinking about like what you're telling yourself going off to school mm-hmm. about what faith is. Well, you know, I'm really looking forward to Stanford because I've gone to public school my entire life. Yeah. So something that at orientation was really shocking to me is being in a room with all of my classmates and then like people talking to us, just throwing in faith, just casually. Oh, wow. So that's something that I'm actually really looking forward to yeah. is having faith-oriented discussions in the classroom. Because yeah. I've never, you know, as a, someone who's gone to public school, like that is way off the table. So, you know, as I grow in my faith, I'm looking forward to getting plugged in on campus, like going to campus worship and maybe doing a small group or something like that that they offer. Yeah. So Sanford really cares about that. Like, yeah. So that was really interesting to see Ellie come back at the end of orientation because you're separated and you kind of reconnect and have her say that. This is crazy. I'm like, it feels so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was so opposite of their... What did they say to you at orientation? What did they say to parents at orientation? You're going to be fine. The best part, they do a worship night at the end, which is like, you want to cry like you're crying. Yes. And our friend, our mutual friend, Amy Fenton, was like, you're not going to want to go. You're going to be grumpy and tired because they do a ton all day. Yes. And she's like, don't miss it. And we went and it was the best part. So watching other students lead a worship service of parents who are sending their first kid to college, like, that's just like... Emotion City. Yeah. And so <laughs> that was one of the things. And then what's fun is I'm speaking at parents um, at the parent weekend at Sanford and Ellie is introducing me. Oh, so my gosh. We'll get to do an onstage moment and talk about soundtracks. And so yeah. like that's been really fun already. Yeah. And Jenny, which is why Jenny needs a soundtracks for mom's book. I'm just going <laughs> to yes. speak that into the Mark universe. Rice. We're talking to you. Yeah, let's go. Dwight Baker. Exactly. We're talking to you. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, John, Ellie's going to camp. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, well. She's going to be at camp for three or four weeks, and then we go to Parents Weekend. And then she's got another camp where she's there for four weeks, and we go to Homecoming. And then another oh, four weeks, wow. she's at Thanksgiving. Four weeks after that, she's at Christmas. So I think sometimes we put so much pressure on this as if this is it. This is, And there is a lot of like like ending, beginning, transition. But she reframed it for me in a way that was like, oh, my gosh. It's yeah. like she's going to the best camp that's ever yeah, been invented. Yeah. And I want her to feel excited, so I don't want to – like, I cried when her friend left, and she was like, Dad, that's a little awkward. She's like, just my friend. We were like, goodbye, Caroline. You're going to do great. I hope you get tried dealt. Like, that's how this I – This is true. And this is she true. did. Out of here, uh, girl. Yeah. So, like, 
I just think about that for the mom who's listening and putting their kid on the, the, the kindergarten bus. Yes. Jenny is amazing at going, it's what you want to happen. It's yeah. the goal. Cry when it doesn't happen. Cry wow. when that kid doesn't get wow. to go to kindergarten or doesn't get to go do the next thing. And the other thing is like, cry inside. Because like, cry inside the house versus to the kid. Because if there's one thing that a kid feels terrible about is their mom being in pain and crying. Mm. So this kid gets on is like, I love the bus and looks out and the mom is weeping. Yes. <laughs> it's so easy for that little kid to go, I must have done something wrong. Yeah. Like mom's really upset. I hate to see mom upset. Like yeah. they don't go... Well, those are sweet tears because they recognize I'm transitioning. <laughs> yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. be sad all you want. Just be yeah. sad, like, after they're on the bus and you're like, this is amazing. So proud of you. You got this cry on the inside. You is that different now that the girls are older? Can you be more emotional? Is there more cry on the outside versus cry on the inside? No, because I think for me, I'm more emotional than Jenny is. But Jenny's also been really good at, like, this is a slingshot moment. Like, yeah. this is an amazing moment. So let's make it about that versus... Yeah. You know, I think, again, I think we add a lot of melodrama to things. And, like, there's just... There's a lot of movies about moving out and going to college. But there's Mm -hmm. also, like, we put a lot of stigmas and, like, self-fulfilling prophecy on this age. So we say, man, they hate you. The teenagers, man, the teenagers are so hard. They're so, like... (laughs) Parents will come up to you when you have an 11-year-old, 12-year-old and go, oh, almost teenagers? Or daughters. Like, we go, daughters, good luck. And just like, no, (laughs) these two are hilarious and beautiful and funny and insightful. And so... I feel fortunate I get to be their dad. Yeah. And my teenage years are always have their ups and downs because welcome to humanity. Yeah. But they're really fun age too. Yeah. Okay, McRae, so your sister's moving out. Yep. And you're an author mm-hmm. all in the same year. <laughs> and so, an only child. Big year. That's what I was going to say. Only child and an and author. That a is a bird owner. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Ellie's love bird is staying with us. And, Never buy your kid a bird. And you called it a hate bird, which made me laugh so hard bird. because it hates everyone but you. Yep. Yeah, but she's and leaving. And now you're leaving it. <laughs> What are you going to do? Is it coming in your room? Or no, y'all's gonna, uh-uh. no. That's been a hot, that's a spicy it's a topic. sensitive topic because <laughs> Buddy needs a roommate. She'll right. be sad. She's and McCray, McCray, is, McCray uh, has rejected her. It's so tragic. Yeah. She weighs less than two ounces. Like just a tiny little bird. Think of trying like to, a dog. Yeah. But if it was so a two ounce co- dog, oh my gosh, that'd be adorable. Oh, she says thumbs out. Nope, it's not <laughs> happening. You want to edit this part out? What are you saying? You giving Craig some? No, deep, she's some saying that the bird is going to you. Yeah. The bird uh, is dad's responsibility now. That's a parenting tip. Never buy a kid a tropical bird. They live twenty years. Buy them a hamster. Hamsters are disposable pets. Surely, they it's will teach your life. kid how to deal with life and loss <laughs> in the first Christmas. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> And instead, y'all got a love bird slash hate bird. Yeah, she has 16 a, years left, dude. I 16 years. I will graduate college. I'm planning on doing one year of master's, and that bird is coming to Birmingham. Okay. Like, the bird will still be around. <laughs> like, after I can I, have kids with this Literally. Bird. That's what yeah. I was going to say, too. Yeah. What are you studying that you already know uh, four years and a master's? Um, planning to do accounting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's going to get her CPA. They have a five-year master's five year program. program. Great. Mm-hmm. And Buddy gets to come for that fifth year. Fifth year. Here's your bird. <laughs> what that means, if I'm doing the math real quick, fast math, two of these years, you and Jenny have that bird by yourself. Oh, you're right. Ooh. I didn't think about that. Oh, yeah. So technically, the card you have to play We're is McRae's got two years. And you, oh, and you're We're not, not empty that's a good show. That was amazing. Put me on Dadville. Give me back on Dadville. Give me back. That's cross promotion I just did there. Give me back on Dadville. Okay, the one question that came in that I couldn't resist, John, yeah. is people want to know about their names. 
Yeah. They're so such unique names. Will you share about that? Sure. So Ellie is Laura Elizabeth. So my mother-in-law's name, and it's, did I say it wrong? Laura. Laura Elizabeth. Laura. I grew up in Massachusetts. Laura. We say Laura. 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 What do you say? How do I you? say um, Laura. Laura. Yeah, Laura. I had to say my friend. Yeah. Laura. Laura. That's a southern thing. Yeah. It's How do you Laura. say that white vegetable that's not broccoli, but it's? Cauliflower. He says cauliflower. 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 Yeah, so anyway, it's, <laughs> but I said her name wrong in the audio book. And, so like, and I was like, Dad, you said Laura. <laughs> and they want me to say Laura. Anyway, yeah. Laura is yes. my mother-in-law. Okay. Elizabeth is my mom. So okay. she's L-E, yep. um, mm-hmm. which is funny because kids, especially in elementary school, would over-enunciate because it's just L dot E dot. Yep. And they'd go, hello, L-E. So formal. And then McCray um, is named after her great grandmother. No, yeah, great my, great grandmother. It's my great grandfather's grandmother. Yeah, so great great grandmother. Wow. Uh, and she was born, I think, on the same day. Yeah. Yeah, born on the same day. And so McCray, she's McCray Graham. And wow. so that's, but we were at Starbucks one day. This is like three years ago. And they asked the name. I say John. And she she's next to me. She goes, my name's Grace. I was like, <laughs> I, I turned and I was like, what are you doing right now? She goes, they, it's a nightmare with McCray. It's like McCray. It's they a throw nightmare. They throw in W's. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. Or just Gray. Yeah, yeah and that's the it. Yeah. So she goes by Grace at Starbucks. <laughs> and I love that you picked that. Like, or just no, whatever I'm feeling. Sometimes she'll take Ellie. Actually, it's really? oh, like, oh, okay, my sweet. name's Ellie, so then I have to do Laura <laughs> because, <laughs> because she went first and stole my name. Oh, that's when sweet. you say it, do they do E L L I E? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So most of the time for class, I have to explain it every year yeah. over Zoom school. La, worst is worst here? thing ever. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I just I'm like it's Ellie, Lee, and I yeah. can't even I can't even say it's L E. Yeah. Are you gonna keep writing books? Um, we'll see. We're probably going to do another teen book. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm about to leave my teen right. years. I'm about right. to be in my you, 20s. You have nothing to offer anymore. Yeah, I know. So once, once you change that window. 10s digit. Yeah. Once you're 20. <laughs> I know. So McCray. Yeah, we're already talking about doing another one because um, the next book that I wrote is about potential. Yeah. And so we're like, how do we, you know, how could we encourage teenagers about living into their potential, especially at that age? So I, I mean, do you really see writing as part of your future? I'm not really sure yet. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know what I see as part of her future? Intern at Annie Downs. Oh, you coming <laughs> yeah. over? You want yeah. to? You, hey, listen, you don't even have to apply. You can just yeah. call and say I'm coming tomorrow. Yeah. And yes, you're, that would be, like, be so you're fun. Here. This place is oh, so we would fun. Love it. Yes, we would love for you to be not here. Not taking that left turn, though. I no, know. Yeah, 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 parking yeah. lot. Yeah, we've already discussed Stop. that as a family. We, the girls already said... Maybe mom should drive home. <laughs> Which is insulting. I almost always loop that way because yeah, well, I go out that way. We did turning say that. left on here is yeah, pretty rough. You did say that in the parking lot. Yeah. You're like, maybe mom should drive home. <laughs> that is true. Super insulting. Um, okay, is there anything we didn't say? Do you want to make sure we say? Hmm, I don't know. Oh, I think we covered Order it. our book. Well, it's already out. It's already out. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. thanks to order it. Go yeah, pick yeah, it up. Go pick it up. Listen, Listen to, to the, the audio book. Yeah. Jinx. We slaved over that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one was hard, dude. <laughs> So that fun. was and Cray would be like, "This is such a long chapter." <laughs> and Ellie would, and my part was easy. I just had to read the beginning yeah. and the end. And you yeah. turned on your speaker voice. Oh yeah, they say uh, like when I get into speaker mode, they're yeah. like, "Oh, okay." And we've done some podcasts, and now they know some of the jokes, so I can see. I like, can finish your stories when I'm saying yeah. them. I'll watch them like, <laughs> like they're over in the corner, mouth, mouth in the, the yeah. 
these teenagers. It's it's rough. Ellie, but it's fun because teenagers will tell you the truth whether or not you want it. Yeah. So Ellie one time said to me, Dad, you're, you're uh, OCD or no CD. <gasps> like, I'm either all in or all out. I have no middle. <laughs> and she right. like, and I was like, oh, that's funny. That's OCD really or no good. CD. That's, that's really good. good. And true. It's yeah. true of me too. Yeah. Okay, the last question we always ask, we're going to go left to right as I'm sitting. So McCray, you'll be first. <gasps> Because the show is called That Sounds Fun, mm-hmm. because your future place of internment or slash yes, employment yes, yes. is called That Sounds Fun Network over there. That sounds fun. Tell me what sounds fun to you. What do you do for fun? Um, I really enjoy painting and running and baking. What are you baking right now? Always, I always love cookies and cookie really? cake. Really? Yeah. <gasps> I'm a famous, cake. famous cookie cake. Wait, True. you make a famous cookie cake? Why? What makes it famous? What's so great about it? All my friends it. love it. They're like... I make it for everyone's birthday. Is it chocolate chip? What is Mm -hmm. it? Chocolate chip. It's from the bag, actually, like the chocolate chip bag recipe. Really? And it's like a cookie bar. Yeah. Oh, wow. And the people love it. Mm -hmm. You're known for it. Crowd pleaser. Crowd pleaser. (laughs) So funny. Uh, John Acuff, tell me what sounds fun to you. Uh, Legos. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a specific one. We don't pluralize it if you're really into Lego. Well, you right. do. No well, you do. If you're a nerd. Yeah, no. if you say Jenny, Lego, you're a real nerd. Jenny, yeah. it, she's like, don't you dare say Lego. Say Legos. I <laughs> so everybody knows Yeah, that you're that not you're a cool. dork. <laughs> so um, I went and spoke in, in Missouri last week, and it was amazing. I came home, and on the front porch was this huge Ferrari Lego set. Yeah. I don't know who gave it to me. <gasps> Like a client. Oh my and gosh, so it's like, like a gift, but they didn't put words. It's my dream job. That like people, because I <laughs> talk. To, this is the peak. This is the yeah. peak for me. <laughs> yeah. Like I know some people want an actual Ferrari, yeah, but yeah, I was yeah. like, this is 4,000 pieces. That's right. Super cool. Yep. Like, so yeah, I'm excited about that and excited about college. I'm excited about uh, yeah. going down to do that. And then about seeing what happens with the book. It's yeah. been fun for the girls to experience that world, to see like the parts that are challenging and the parts that are fun. Like Ellie and I at the airport, we went, we paid for parking, we paid for a very average expensive lunch, and then our flight got canceled. And she got to experience that. We just found the hardest way to have lunch in Nashville, and then we're driving <laughs> home. Tomorrow morning, we get to get up at 4 a.m. to catch another flight. Yeah. And I was like, this is this, this is, is the it. thing. This like, is This job. is the thing. We did the same thing two weeks ago. Yeah. We went and had a very expensive happy hour. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, then you then came home. Came right <laughs> home because the flight canceled. And I was supposed to be on the Today Show. Ah. So you also have to do this like, oh, this isn't getting rescheduled. Yeah. This opportunity yeah. passed. Yeah. And we had appetizers. Yeah, yeah, at the airport. At the airport. And no one ever goes, you know where I have good apps? The airport. Yeah. You ever go to the airport? You know, like, I know Nashville has some restaurants. By, yeah. But if you go Get to the parking security. Spot, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you, yeah. So Gosh, I, I'm yeah. sorry, Ellie. I'm sorry. But that she happens. was a champ. She was a champ the next morning. Mm-hmm. You have to tell, last story, the, the, the question the student asked me in Chicago. Yes. So we did Global Leadership Summit in Chicago. Oh, both so, of you. That's what you yeah. ended up going mm-hmm. to was Yes, we did like the teen, the teen event. Yeah. And so we do our Q&A and they open up the floor for questions from the crowd. And there's a 14-year-old in the back who raises his hand and he said, I don't have a question, I have a statement. <laughs> and we thought he was going to say something really inspirational about uh-huh. maybe a soundtrack he had heard or something his parents said to him. And he says, you're creasing your J's. Do you know what that means? Yes. 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 Were were they bent or something? He was bending his toes over the the stool. stool. But he didn't know what that meant. So I had to quickly translate. Yeah. Will you translate for everybody listening? Yes. It means you're creasing your Jordans, which as a sneaker community, that's like 
cardinal sin yes. to crease the top of your shoes. Yeah, so when you bend your toe, you're adding creases to them. Yes. And his leader after the event came up and said, as soon as you got on stage, all my kids were like, those are great shoes. But as soon as you started <laughs> creasing them, they couldn't hear a word you said. And he that showed was, his hand. Like, that was hilarious to <laughs> me. That like You don't think about the thing, but like there's some kid that's like, can't hear what you're saying you're ruining those shoes yeah that is amateur hour you old man and so like like, but that was the very first statement yeah the the crowd lost it i was like i'm gonna tell this story for a thousand years yes like you know how it is like there's story mana where it just lands in your lap and right i know this is funny but like it's gonna get real funny yeah (laughs) the girl not like the girl you tried to help at dairy was it dairy queen Yes. Yeah. yeah. And saying like, oh, nah. Yes. And you and like, cause you built it up and yes. you're like, I wish that happened over a salad. Like it was yes. just that whole, food. Right. Like, yeah. the whole thing. I love dude, that story. You layered Thank it perfectly, you. but you knew in that moment, you're like, I'm going to share this because everyone in the crowd thinks, and Annie washed her feet in the parking lot and right, she baptized right. her that day. Like That's my right. kids still have been baptized. So if, if there's any <laughs> listeners that right. get, help me work that out, um, I'm still, you know, I mean, we still have time. We still have time. <laughs> Ellie, come on. We got a river near our house. Oh, that'd be so romantic. Did y'all, did y'all, romantic. Did y'all um, infant sprinkle? No. Um, okay. I think, right. isn't that mainly Catholic? Yeah, and back, yeah. Methodist. I grew up Methodist, oh, Methodist and okay. we did that. I did not, I don't know if this is going to make your dad feel better or worse. I didn't get baptized. I got, I was, grew up in the faith and didn't get mm-hmm. baptized until I was 28. Well, that's still. I just yeah, got that's sprinkled. That's nine years away. Yeah, did you got plenty of time. Did your dad baptize you? No. Oh, even double bummer. Double, yeah. Not that I would. I mean, maybe I would. Let and me, then I, like, Crosspoint show the talking where they do a, oh, yeah. they film in close and like, wow, wow. And yes, you're like, yes, yes. that guy's bringing it. And like, the person's like, uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. I got baptized in Loch Ness. So really? not dad, but a monster. So, really? Yeah. Did you know your whole life like, you were going to, or just like. No. When the opportunity came up, and it was right before I was moving here. I was moving here like three weeks later, and I thought, this yeah. is when I want to, old life is gone, new life has come. Wow. Kind of thing. And a lot of people know. Gandalf is who baptized you. Yes, that's what they actually, told no. It was in Scotland. It was, and the Loch Ness monster, she, yeah. Nessie just watched. That's great. She was lovely. Well, that's got to be in a book, right? Yeah. What book uh, is that no. in? You've never put that I story put, in a book? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to sound like a liar. I've shown the picture before at Crosspoint. Yeah. I don't remember. Anyway. Okay, fine. Last question. Mm-hmm. Ellie, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Um, I'm really excited to go to college with a few of my close friends who I've never gotten to go to school with before. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. They're like at other schools? Yes. Uh, High schools? Mm -hmm. (gasps) Yeah, so they're in my small group. I'm rooming with one of them, and then the other one's a sophomore. Oh, my gosh. So people from church. Mm Six-year small group. Six-year. And y'all get to live together. Mm -hmm. Dude, I did the exact same thing, and it was awesome. Yeah, Yeah, And we're still such good friends. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was, and it was so nice because you had like an anchor. Yeah. But we also had early said freedom to make new friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go make new friends, yeah. but yep. come home to me. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. we'll go make new friends, but these are the people that are going to be in my wedding. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right. That's exactly yeah. right. They will be. I bet yeah. they will be. Mm-hmm. You will have others. There's going to be yeah. someone at Christmas. You're like, Annie, I forgot. I didn't know I was going to meet Katie, <laughs> yeah. but she's going to be yeah. in the wedding too. Yeah. That's so cool. Also crafts for you. You love crafts. Oh, yes. That's definitely something fun. Yes. And you're doing paint by numbers now that you created. Will you just please tell everyone? And then I know I'm keeping you all longer. Sorry. (laughs) Please tell everyone how you created your own paint by numbers. Like how big Mm -hmm. are they? They are 16 by 20. Oh, my gosh. So we had we bought vintage postcards that were pretty easy to replicate. We made transparency on an old school projector. Did you have one at your house? My grandma did. 
And so I traced them there and then numbered them and then painted them. And so now we're going to have But you figured out the colors using Instagram. Using Instagram, which blew your mind. They showed me last night, and I promise you they showed me for 15 minutes straight, and I still didn't understand. (laughs) How did you find the name of the color? Or did you just find the... I just made it up. I just, like, I was like, this one, this green will be one. I'll mix it myself. To get to the one. I'll mix it myself. That's the... Yeah. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. gravy. Johnny well, so she did, this is a, just a bonus tip, for her high school graduation party, they did the oh, same yeah. thing. And it was a, like a... It was a downtown Franklin-themed paint-by-number, and uh, I, my guest painted it. So when you got there, there were like 50 jars labeled one, two, three, four, and she had drawn it up there, and so people got and to paint it. it. Yeah, everybody painted it. Yeah, so and she be like, up, I painted that part. Yeah, it was... A That's perfect really party sweet. thing, yeah. So and then really it gives sweet. people something to do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. That's a very good idea. I hope you absolutely love Sanford. And it mm-hmm. is okay if you don't some days. Yep. That is part of the gig. Mm-hmm. So, girls, thanks for doing this. I like that Craig got, her water, Craig got her water back. She did. <laughs> At some point, she reached <laughs> yeah, to the middle of the table. <laughs> we'll see. We always, I'm not going to drink it until this is done. Yeah, we, <laughs> <laughs> we always joke. Like, she's our water person. So, like, there's a lot of times. I'm a camel. And yeah. Yeah. Ellie is. never drinks. Craig, like, has, like, a camel back. And it's, like, just guzzling water constantly. So. You just need it. Yeah. Like, I respect it. Cross country. John, thanks for coming back. Thanks bringing the girls us. this yeah. new book I'm excited for our friends to get it your new playlist it's good you guys well done friends well done thank, thank you. you oh guys are y'all as impressed with them as I am I know aren't they the best listen they have always been this great they have actually literally always been this great so make sure you grab a copy of your new playlist and follow John on socials tell him thanks so much for being on the show thank the girls I mean Listen, every teenager you know needs this book. Every one of them. Buy them for classrooms. Buy them for youth groups. Buy them for Girl Scout troops. Buy them for the swim team or the soccer team. The Everybody needs this, y'all. It is so good. Again, the book is titled Your New Playlist. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. And I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is my parents are coming to town today to celebrate my dad's birthday this weekend. So happy birthday, Mr. F. Downs. I'm so glad you were born. Without you, there would be no me. But you're also the very best dad. So I'm very, very grateful. So happy birthday, dad. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll be celebrating here in Nashville. And we will see you back here on Monday with my new friend, one of my favorite, absolute favorite new artists, Katie Nicole. We sat by each other at the K-Loves. Instant friends needed to have her on the show. So I cannot wait for y'all to hear our conversation with Katie Nicole. We'll see y'all Monday. Have a great weekend.